0: every single time she releases a new single it's no, mad you know, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not it's not a problematic statement because she i have
0: edited
1: that out <laughs> no no don't edit it out it's cool like why are you edit? <laughs> stop, stop. you're gonna finish the whole show just stop <laughs> oh my days like you guys are pc in the whole show <laughs> no you're this. gonna finish the whole show just stop talking <laughs>
0: If you saw your face when you said
1: that, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> you said shape like him. it's not that <laughs> deep. It's it's actually not that deep. It really isn't that deep.
0: guys, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Alert The Stands. Hopefully the sound should be much, much better this time. We've made sure it's a focus for this episode. You are now listening to Eads, aka Eads McKenzie, and I am joined today with my
1: co-hosts. You're here with Nick. I am Mr. Scott. I um, just want to quickly say we are now on Apple Podcasts, which we're really happy about. So please rate, comment, all of that, and just yeah, get our ranking up as well on the app. Thank you.
2: And you're here with Shopee,
1: aka, aka
2: what? I have no nickname. No,
0: but we just said our twitters.
2: Okay, sorry. <laughs> aka Shopee Sheraton, S O P E S O E T A N. Sorry.
1: No, I'm just we all did it. So I just thought, why not you as well? He just oh. arrived back in the country, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, do I say Luke James? That's
2: what. Oh, oh. She didn't know, oh, what, oh. Didn't know oh. what to oh. say. A-K-A. Raw, Luke James. raw,
1: raw, 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 raw. It's all mad. It's all mad. <laughs> all right, guys. And how was your week? My week was good um quite relaxed in comparison to last week i've been chilling out and just taking some time to actually self-care you know relax all of that crap it's been a busy couple of weeks full of events and all that sort so yeah just laid back really laid back and was able to digest music a bit better this week Brilliant.
2: um yeah my week has been wonderful it's been very relaxed very chill I arrived back in Babylon last night. <laughs> I was in <laughs> with Words,
1: I, swear. I was in Marbella, Spain. <laughs> for- can, I just, can I just say something?
0: Whenever I used to speak to Chopin before, um, he used to work in retail and he would always call it the plantation. Instead of yes, that, I, I, I am finished. <laughs> I'll be like Shopee
1: how was your I'm day? So finished. And he'd be like, oh, just another day at the plantation. Do <laughs> you know what? I heard some people call next the plantation. Yeah. So
2: and I'm gonna put them on blast. <laughs> Topshop shop Oxford Circus, oh, Gap rah. Covent Garden. Oh, rah. oh rah. The Boy. former slave plantations. Oh
1: right <laughs> But well then
2: I freed <laughs> I freed myself. I'm a self-abolitionist. I'm now out in the streets doing what I love. Okay, sure. Okay. Mads, mads. So, yes, I was, I'm was. i back in Babylon, as I said. <laughs> I was in Spain for the last week with my family. And it was, I had a really, really, really incredible time. Just really taking time out to just be still, be idle, not do anything. And kind of just get away from the hustle and bustle of London and work and all my other side hustles and everything. So yeah, I had a a swell time and now I'm back to be my best Beyonce.
0: That's good. Did you have tapas?
2: Yes, I did. I went to this really great um, tapas restaurant called Brasas. Brasas? Okay. I I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, shout out to Pedro. He was our waiter and I gave him a nice tip. He gave us great service, great drinks. And um, I had... um, this sirloin steak with paprika and honey it was wonderful. Oh,
1: that sounds great. Mm. It I does, mean. and I'm pescatarian, so it sounds, it sounds good to me.
0: I usually go for the patatas bravas or calamari when I'm in Spain. That's oh, actually, I had that as a side. What, so. patatas bravas?
1: No, the calamari.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I swear patatas bravas, it's like um, tomato sauce and like, like chips and stuff. It's just
1: like, it's nothing special it's nothing adult. special it's just the, kind of one of their delicacies but i love it like
2: oh that. and i also went to this amazing seafood restaurant oh
1: seafood is my language called the beach house
2: a nice restaurant by the beach Damn, i had lobster and it was Saw that on ig yes. Saw that on IG, and um yeah it was really cool real, real dim lit vibe and they had like live music so had this guy just singing acoustic latin and spanish songs and he, he was a great singer so shout, shout out to you whoever you are whatever your name is you got some talent out there. Hopefully I'll see you, you know, on the Billboard Lightning charts.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, for me, my week was all right.
1: Oh. <laughs> anyway, Eden, how
0: was your week? My week was good. How was um, your week? Full of work. Loads, loads of loads of work. Um, dealing with a lot of changes we're making to Squat Studios. Um, been dealing with that every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole week I've been getting finessed by Ubers. So I, oh, I, yeah, I said to you guys, yeah. I'll talk about this.
1: So, story um, time, guys. So
0: I must have tweeted that I got in an Uber pool, and the Uber pool said that he doesn't do Uber pool. Imagine. So, so let me explain how it happened. So, my friend Nate. So I walked to a station, Liverpool Street Station, because I was going to meet him in Oxford Circus. He then says, "Actually, let's meet in North Greenwich instead." So I had to find a way to go to North Greenwich from Liverpool Street, which is a long journey. So I decided, let me get an Uber to the station, and then I'll meet you. In North Greenwich. Order an Uber, two Ubers cancel. The third Uber is this guy, so I do Uber Pool this time. He drives all the way, it takes ages to get there. And then the guy in the front seat, he doesn't know where his hotel is. So I'm standing outside the Uber waiting to get inside. I finally get inside and I say to the guy, okay, like, are we ready to go now? Guy takes off his phone from the mount, looks at it, sees Uber Pool, and he's like, Polish. I can't do a Polish accent, but he was like, nah, I don't do Uber Pool.
1: But so. you pressed accept though, <laughs> my nigga. <was> like <laughs> and I, I looked except. at him, and I, I, so. I looked
0: at him and I was like, mm-hmm. but
1: you've accepted. You job. literally accepted your job. You've accept like do your job. You have one That's job, like I mean.
0: me. <laughs> just do your job. And um, he's like, no, no, I don't do Uber Pool. And you know, toddlers when they get angry, they just cross their arms and they sit back in the chair. He fully just did that in the chair. So I was looking at this man like, you're a
2: big man. You you're know? a big man. Like you're a big man. Like just- so, why did you drive to the location?
0: What to? I went to London Bridge. So I wanted to get on the Jubilee. No, why
2: did he drive to the location if he doesn't do pool? This is what no, I'm saying. Why dro- did
0: he? He was dropping someone off at liverpool street no but he still accepted your thing yeah exactly within the area so but i'm kind of like what what are you doing here's my thinking shouldn't he have been on pool to begin with
1: the guy that he dropped off would have been that's on that's what pool. i'm trying to say like i'm i'm just confused d- by his logic know. this is why ubers are better in america like honestly they just i've just had so many we've had problems here trying to get to this studio to record with ubers so yeah fuck uber uk yeah,
0: basically pretty much um but yeah that was my week guys um nothing special just literally dealing with business stuff and that's me i'm going to see misty today at seven. Oh, that's
2: dope oh. that's what's up yeah that's with um, up. my
0: friend alex reeds and um some other people as well should Litty. be good Litty. i saw that enjoy in that
2: I saw that in March. It's a really good show. Oh, yeah? You are talking about Wednesday's Kenny, right?
0: I have no information about, talking about it. you about so the, the play? The play, yeah. yeah. was That's Alex? So, yeah.
2: yeah. I, saw, I saw that in March. I really, really, really enjoyed that. And yeah, I look forward to hearing what you and Alex have to say about that.
1: That's dope. Enjoy, man.
2: Yeah, shop here. Eh? Do you want to do your thing? So, guys, what have you two been listening to? Who would like
1: to start? You can start. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, I forgot how to pronounce it now. I fully got the definition and everything. i got the way to say it. Okay, so I've been listening to one song on repeat throughout the whole week. Um, my friend Ali, um, he's a producer. He told me about it, he's Spanish. It's a song by Bad Bunny. Actually, I think the original was by someone else. I can't remember who the original was by, but it's called Tibotier. I think that's how you pronounce it. It came out ages ago, but there's a remix that I think came out recently. Mm-hmm. And the bass on it is fire. I've been listening to a lot of songs recently that aren't in English. And I'll talk about this later on when we talk about um, Little Wayne's album because we plan on talking about that later on during the conversation. But the instrumentals on it were a key part to that song and it made the song for me. Um, I don't really need to hear lyrics in every single thing that I listen to or at least understand them. Yeah. Um, so this song for me was great. I'll put a link in the description just to let you guys know what it was. Um, oh, just to add, I did have a few people um, send a message to the Dats Pod uh, mentions just saying they wanted a playlist weekly so, I
1: we just want to confirm the this, this week so we can get started on no, it. Confirm the demand, yeah. Confirm the demand. So, if you guys want a playlist weekly to accompany the show, uh, please just let us know. Uh, and then we can kind of get it together and sort it out and have it logistically with the episodes that just went and this one's for the next couple of weeks for you guys, yeah. But let us know. But the albums that
0: I'm listening to, so I was listening to Woman by Angel. I decided to give that another go. Quite a few people are talking about Angel at the moment because um, they think he's the next person to go to America and kind of go really big. Angel is in the UK. The a- Hasn't he already gone to the States? Uh, that's what I, that's, that's what he's been there he's for a signed while. To, I think he's signed to Motown, isn't he? That's
1: what I was going to yeah, say.
2: That's what he's been in the States for a good like, two years now. Yeah,
0: but like as in blow, like LMA, for example. So have that song that goes off in the US hmm. rather than try and focus on the UK. Okay. Um,
2: he, Angel's always been hit and miss for me Like very talented guy but his music Has just for the most part Never really resonated with me but I, I appreciate him because he's A, a, I'm a British R&B singer doing his thing And you know there's A severe lack of that here but Yeah.
0: Have have you listened to Woman?
2: No I haven't. I will check it out I Give, didn't hear it, give it a man. go
0: because I wasn't The biggest fan of his past projects Actually that's a lie. So there's one project Before this I can't remember what it's called but I liked that. Um, but Woman was really good. It has um, Hop On.
1: So this is a whole button. project?
0: No, wait, it doesn't. Sorry, I'm thinking of the one before that. This one has um, a song with Eric Bellinger. Uh, Giggs is on it. Uh, Haley, Quite a few UK artists as well. But it's a really, really good album.
2: I'll write it down.
0: Uh, to check what it was out. the album I was thinking of? That's oh, not important. But yeah, that's Angel. So really good album. Love his voice. I love the instruments that he had on there. I mean, a track that I would put out there so you should listen to to get into it is Fly. So that's the song with Giggs and Hayley. Um, Return of the Mackin is a banger as well. And uh, what else? No Flutes. No Flutes is a banger. Um, other than that, I've been kind of looking, I've been looking for new music recently. I've been trying to find new ways of finding new music. I was going to actually ask Nick how he discovers music himself and shop, eh? Um, But I'll do that after you guys have said what you're listening to. Mm. Um, but I found an artist called Aaron Ray, so there's an album called. Plat- oh, I
1: love him. Yeah, like, love him. Yeah.
0: So there's an album called Platinum Fire. Yeah. Um, and Ty Dolla Sign is on it. Dram is on it. Childish Ma- uh, Major, mm-hmm. YG, Sir. Yeah. Quite a few like really really good artists. It's a multicolored
1: this- cover. Yeah. Yeah. It was I heard this, this year. is really good. It was yeah. released this year. He's dope. He's so really dope. really good and album.
2: If you guys do remember, he was actually on X Factor USA the same year Fifth Harmony were formed. He was. He oh, was. Really? I
1: remember him. Yeah. He oh was. wow and um him and
2: amani were doing a thing. really yeah, you guys remember oh if I wow the show, they were doing a thing. they were dating
1: and he's also um got a song with tally woe uk r&b talent which is dope as well brilliant soul food i think it's called and then i've um, heard that's
2: a good project i haven't checked it out but i've heard very good things about what's it, a good project aaron ray i've heard it's really good
0: oh yeah 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 no it's good um but it's one of those things that i needed to listen to it in different locations to actually take in Cause you know, there's some albums you need to be in a particular place to listen to. Like there's some albums that are like desk albums where you can sit down and listen to them for while whilst doing something else. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of them require focus, but this was actually quite good in the background. And then lastly, I was, I'm not gonna mention her today. You guys know who I'm talking about. Uh, Let me do someone else instead. I've been listening to Six Lack again. I haven't actually stopped whatsoever i think this album is incredible um i haven't played an album this much since um travis scott this year shopper you can roll your eyes it's
2: fine i love astro world i love that album i know it's a good album so why are you coming to me no but did you roll your eyes i didn't shopper Eden's on an agenda today no
0: but okay nick didn't okay cool you didn't roll your eyes
1: no, I'm just looking at Aaron Ware on the X Factor Like he looks so different I was just like, I remember him But I don't remember what he looks like on X Factor
0: Anyway, go on But that's all I was listening to this week Um, That was pretty much it Yeah all right. Oh, sorry One more album Mention, mention, mention Christina and, Christina and the Queens Has a Christine new Christina al- the R- Christina and the Queens Has a new song called Chris Really, really good album. And just to go back to my previous point about listening to instruments rather than voices, yeah. she is really good at incorporating French onto an instrumental. I've been trying to find a French artist like her for a while, but I can't seem to find anyone who holds my interest. I love Christina De she uh, so She's I'm, amazing. I'm, well, she's they're a, a band. Well, but yeah, but when you listen to her voice, yeah. so I'm just saying she's amazing. <laughs> yeah,
2: no. Um. Yes. Yeah, she, she, they, amazing. Okay, so they are amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's
1: me. Cool. Nick. Uh, this week has been a bit of a a quiet week to start off with um, until Little Wayne shook up the universe, uh, which I'm really happy about. But um, so I was listening to Ro James at the beginning of the week, his project El Dorado. Um, Love that album. Yeah, which is a really good album because I haven't listened to it. Uh, it was released in 2016 and it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I accidentally clicked on it while it was in the suggestions on my um, Apple Music. Uh, from someone else's album I was listening to. I forgot who the original artist was. So, gave it a play, and I was instantly just like, what the fuck? Why did I not find this sooner, or why is he not bigger? But obviously, there's teams, there's budgets, there's labels, there's pushing, there's promotion, there's PR. Um, But permission did well for him. That was a hit for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just his general presence in the R&B realm is just not there, like, now. Um, But definitely a really good project like i liked obviously permission um already knew that bad timing and towards the end of the album there's a song called last cigarette as well i just really like his vocals on that record um and i think generally he has the balance of um production to vocal really well and he captivates his um audience really well with his voice he is a really good artist and he has a really strong vocal it's just i think the type of r b he does there's so many artists that have done it before as well I just think that he's his pocket right now. To be honest, I felt like right now he can make a little project or EP or something and get a bit of traction. Well,
2: he did. He put out um an EP early this year called Smoke.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. was yeah. really good. I I went into that afterwards, but I just wanted to listen to another album after his, but I need to check that out as well because um he he really is a dope artist. So this album just before Shopee says something is it called el dorado just to make sure you guys got that and ro james is ro and then james obviously. Mm. Got and
2: one. i'm gonna quickly just add i know nick's still got a few more but um i want to point out one of his earliest songs so when he first started making waves and he has a song called neon lights yes um, i've heard that that's yep. an amazing song yep. check it really out song. and um, he does have a bit of a unique lane like i'm sure you picked up there's quite a muted rock influence in quite a few Oh, even his
1: visuals for this album. Like there's definitely a rock edgier kind of um, person to your conventional R&B artist. But I just think in the midst of that, sonically as a body of work, sometimes it does lean towards the other realm. Like I think he could dabble... Into rock a bit more. Mm. But um there's I love when he does use that influence. It is cool, and I think he should tap into that more to mm. find his pocket. I mm. think that's what we both kind of mm. leaning towards. And that would remi- be his USP. And about. it kind of
2: reminds me of early Bridget Kelly stuff. Like
1: Yeah, yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. Bridget
2: Kelly now is like very much um um a very considered R and B soul artist. But if you check out like a very early work. She doubled. She dabbled heavily into rock sounds, like Check out a song called White Lies, another song called Seek and Destroy. Yeah. She was trying to do the balance between the RB and rock thing, but I don't know why she let that sound go. Go. But
1: maybe yeah. maybe influenced by the label or whatever she was signed to at the time. But yeah, sorry. But um Nick, that's continue. fine. No, no, no. Nice little um bit of musical history. Um, I think that yeah, really good project overall. Moving forward, um, my girl Ryan Destiny from Star. Uh, released Star is a Sean Fox by the way it's kind of just like um Empire. what is that show called Empire, Empire. Empire. It, it came from that kind of franchise. It's a spinoff, right mm, or is it in the same universe? It's not a spin-off but it's in the same universe. it's it's not a spin-off it's not a spin-off but there's been mentioned in the show but it's not no, it's no, not it's not an exact no. spin-off. But um it's made by Lee Daniels obviously and all of that production. So Ryan Destiny's an actor on there. She was in a band before um but they kind of are defunct now, they were defunct ages before she was on Star. And now she's become kind of the breakout star from that show. Um, and she released her first single ever because there was contractual issues around because the the contracts that Fox give their artists don't allow them to release independent music except for the likes of Luke James. And, and Jessie Smollett. Yeah, and yeah, that was a unique deal, but the rest of the actors are locked in a deal where they can't release things mm. um, without the Fox brand on it. Lee Daniels is the devil and Fox is the devil, but yeah. Wait, so, is that for the entirety of the show or is that just... For the entirety of the show when the contract's kind of... Oh, wow. Uh,
2: oh, and obviously Brandy's another one. Obviously Brandy can do... Yeah, but Brandy wants. came on late. Yeah,
1: It's kind of like guest stars and all that kind of... Guest stars and all of that aren't really in the deal. It's kind of people who are new to the game kind of exploited in my to, opinion
0: expect to do the same thing Hundred think you need to wait a few months before you can release it yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: but we, because simon may sign you there may be interest and all that kind of stuff
0: if you sign to man,
1: the devil <laughs> the devil label in the uk
0: labyrinth is still signed to them right i believe so. i believe
1: so yeah okay, cool. which is hindering his career in my opinion it's been hindered yeah he's a real prominent UK talent but yeah, slept yes. on. Um but yeah, Ryan Destiny released the same really cool song like for someone who I've been waiting for vocals for for ages, she she did what she needed to do. Can she blue like that? Pardon? Can she blue? What is in like vocally, l- vocally? She's she's a cool vocalist. Like she's got a little falsetto there. She's got a nice smooth vocal. The song suited her really well. It was like a throwback two thousand soul kind of beat. Um, I think she went in the right direction instead of trying to copy the new conventional R and B from the likes of Scissor, etc. I think she just found her her little lane, and I think she should write this EP called On My Ones, which is coming out soon, um, really well with this sound. I think she could do really well. This song caught me off guard, and I wasn't expecting because you when an artist kind of she's not signed to a major label, it's One Eight Entertainment. Um, which I don't know—it's even a proper imprint, like on under a subsidiary of a major label. What they called? One Eighth Entertainment. I've tried googling. Um,
0: Doesn't come up with anything.
1: It, it, yeah, nothing that's kind of substantial that gives me what I want, like with her name on a roster or something. But um, yeah, this song is really well produced. Really well produced. Like it, it, it's really a song that gets her voice out there to the, the audiences who don't know who she is. So yeah, that's Ryan Destiny. The same um elsewhere 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 what have i been listening to this week oh yeah there's this ep called i am by symphony soto or soto i was gonna listen to she that. is a influencer actually she was big on youtube um and she's transitioning now to music like a lot of people have in that terrain but this project i was kind of skeptical at first gave it a play it's dope that's it it's dope it's straight r&b it's straight soul it's it's six track ep 17 minutes she signed to this producer business boy me um his music group entertainment label and um yeah she did the damn thing that's all i have to say it was refreshing to just hear a project that's so unapologetically you it just felt like it wasn't orchestrated it wasn't trying to do anything it was just this is my sound you're even going to take it or you're not going to take it she reminded me in places of kalani um and i just think she's doing she's doing really well she was on an editorial with meth eater um earlier this week to kind of debut the project interview it, and all that kind of stuff and yeah i think she could transition quite well who the I've, fuck
0: is meth eater
1: it's, it's, a a big, it's a big, a big fashion oh, publication. I an artist's name. No, no, no. She just was on that platform interviewing oh, okay. and talking about it. But yeah, she's doing really big things and the editorials, dope as well. Go check both of those out. And obviously, I've listened to Little Wayne as well. But we'll talk about that a bit later. And <sighs> that's me. And uh, Eden clearly didn't like it, but we'll get into that Not later. Not saying
0: anything whatsoever until we have to talk about it. Um, yeah. So that's everything we're listening to. Um,
1: um, there's one more person.
0: Yeah, I had one more, but I didn't want to say either, but go on.
2: No, I mean, I didn't say mine. Oh, okay, go on. So, um. (laughs) Wow. Anyway, go on. (laughs) You didn't forget I
1: was here. Second lead vocalist. I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, no, that's what you meant. Oh, Oh, sorry, my bad. No, I knew you
2: were going to speak. Wow, Eden was going to give me my luggage. (laughs) (laughs) Um.
1: <laughs> I'm the second lead vocalist of the I'm'm joking, I'm, joking. I'm actually kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
2: um anyway, so I haven't really <laughs> been listening to music this week because, as I said before, I've been on holiday and it's been quite refreshing i I thought I would like i did i did I can say when I got home last night, I definitely was playing a load of different things, but throughout the week, I wasn't really listening to things like I did play. Xylo um, and Bass, but I'm not going to get into that because I've mentioned them before. But um, I have a few things. So there were two, as I said, I was in Spain. So there were two artists or releases <laughs> or soundtracks, we can call them.
1: The funniest thing is we already know what this yeah. is. But um, go, <laughs> go ahead. They Shope, were just reverberating
2: ahead. through my head throughout the entire trip. Actually, I actually didn't go and listen to these songs, but <laughs> you know, I was in Spain and I can't deny. So first and foremost, <laughs> The Tyena theme tune from the legendary underrated iconic Nickelodeon sitcom from the early 2000s. It
0: was underrated though. It everything. was hella
1: underrated. W- like
2: it's fuck Nickelodeon forever for cancelling that show. People oh.
1: think of Victorious, know who the originators were. That of was course. Tidy, like, even See. for that, So Raven, I feel like. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah yeah. 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 That whole format of the school, the different friends. Zoey 101, like, 101. Lizzie McGuire. All all that Maguire. shit everyone
0: one was better though. That's not. The no, then what, no. Then what, Lizzie McGuire? Then everything.
1: Uh, uh It was my. No. To be honest, it was better than Lizzie McGuire. we will say that. But um, Taiana, uh, I don't know. 01 so was zero one was not better than Lizzie McGuire. It was for me. I it think. I so.
0: think it was. It
2: banked. It, it was. It popped. Oh well, Jamie Lynch ruined the show anyway because yeah. she got pregnant. Well, the shouting to be cancelled because of she that. got her so club yes, shot up. Her <laughs> club got shot up. Like, Baby. <laughs> Babies. like Chase and her were supposed to be in a relationship. You know what was the thing? Popping
1: babies at sixteen. And
2: you know that's you know good for her. She's been living her great life. But anyway,
1: yeah, I think she's like a country singer. Country
2: singer. Yeah, you know, trying to do baby Carrie Underwood. Anyway. So the tiny theme tune, that has been in my head all this week. So I'm gonna, you know, check that out. And also I've been listening to the cheat. Well, actually I haven't been listening to, but I actually haven't, I know. sold yourself out. No, but I actually haven't been listening though. I actually didn't go and play these
1: songs, but. They were on his mind, first. They were on my mind the entire
2: week. So the Cheaty Girls 2 soundtrack, if you guys remember they were in Barcelona for the second movie and all those bangers were through my head, going through my head. So if you guys remember, Strut, the party's just begun. Step up, Nana Nita. I think that's how you pronounce it.
1: So, oh, that
0: was a that was actually See? A that was a bagger See? in the club was, in the, the like, club when like, it, yeah. they were
1: singing it in yeah, the yeah, club. Was yeah. See, no one's denied it's a bagger. what I am saying, you should have pressed
2: play. And you know what? Maybe I will want to come home today. But those, so Tiny the like shout out to you for shaping my childhood and early music memories. But all jokes aside, the only thing I've really listened to was um. Um Christina Aguilera's latest album, Liberation, that k- unfortunately came and went in the beginning of June. Why are you looking sure at me like not.
0: that? No, I, fully I, mean, face. I fully didn't even eat hear about
1: face. that. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. There I'm was some lie. song with two chains I saw and then like, oh, some. That album song is cancelled. But
2: <laughs> the album was a very solid World well To Do, Come Back, it was the first album in six years. And it was a really, really solid project. So I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but I'm just going to recommend a few songs. So there's a song on there called Sick Of Sitting and Like I Do. And both those songs were written by Anderson pack Check them out. There's also a song on there called Deserve, which is written by Eminike. Check that out. There's also a song on there called Pipe. Um, right moves. So yeah, there's some really great songs on there, and unfortunately didn't do as well as it should have. But I blame that on her label <laughs> and other things.
1: Low key but. blame it on her as well.
2: Oh, low key blame on her too. Chris Aguilera, I love you to death, but you are lazy. And um,
0: she's not lazy. She loses weight every single time she releases a new single. It's it. mad, no, you know. Not this like album.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not a problematic statement because she. Lo- i'm editing that out no no don't edit it out it's cool like why are you edit no, stop um. you're gonna finish the whole show just, just stop all oh my days like you guys are pc in the whole show. no you're gonna finish the whole show just stop talking if you saw shopping face when you said that it's not that deep it's no. not it's, it's actually not that deep it really isn't that deep it's not that <laughs> well well <laughs> <laughs> next question <laughs> so those are my lessons for the week guys cool um, I just wanted to say before we move on as well um, TDE has a new artist called Reason um, he released a project this week as well why don't, is
0: everyone naming themselves after like a music program so we got Logic now we got Reason
1: what? what What music program is the Reason?
2: There's a, there's a music program called Reason yeah. to, make, to make beats and record music. Oh,
1: oh, music program is yeah. in like, like actual programs. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like a show. Okay, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I get you. So that's <laughs> I, a, I, that's a crap name as well. I really don't know, but I, all I know is there. You have it. Is the project name? It's a dope project. He sounds a lot like Nipsey Hussle, but he's a really good lyricist. Really dope lyricist. So I'd say check that out. Um, but we're going to segue in now, guys, into our news topics of the week. So first of all. We have the Mobos. We're going to go to the UK with the Mobos. So they have planned to actually stop the show this year. They've planned to take a break. They've planned to pause and resume back in 2019. There's no kind of um, speculation or anything about giving awards this year, regardless, but there's actually just no ceremony in its entirety. Um, yeah, there's the founder, sorry, Kanya King says says that um, the show will be bigger and bolder in 2019. So we'll see We'll see how that goes. They've released a whole statement on the 25th of September. And yeah, I was just kind of puzzled by that myself. But what are you guys' thoughts on that at Eden? The Mobos coming back in 2019 and not coming back in 2018. What are your thoughts? Um,
2: I'll just preface, preface this by saying I haven't actively watched the Mobos in like three or four years. I always see clips online, I check out a few things here and there, and I read the list of nominations and who won, but it's generally not been a show I've been excited for for quite a while, so I think this is quite welcoming news, because as influential and as pivotal, pivotal as they are to our culture, they have definitely not been with it recently, they have kind of fallen behind the times, they're not really representative of what's really going on within black British urban culture. Like I was reading who won last year. Why did Craig David win
1: Best R&B Artist? (laughs) And I know he's had a bit of a comeback recently. Didn't know he was R&B right now. And
2: I know he's had a bit of a resurgence and you know, he's forever a legend, of course.
1: And his new stuff's actually not bad. Yeah, it's not. Can I ask a quick question? To me, is Craig David wearing a wig?
0: Ouch. What? Someone tweeted... Wait <laughs> So someone, uh, This sort of, went really uh, so, right. so, Someone <laughs> tweeted Craig David has a great wig So I went to Google Images And I've been looking And it's it's really secure His hairline is but quite is it, but, it, but is it a
1: wig? Like is it actually confirmed? Because I'm about to do a Google search myself
0: Well when I was looking I was just thinking, like I don't want to draw him out Obviously if it is Guys can wear wigs That's fine Like it's perfectly fine For a guy to wear a wig It's 2018 Come on But His hairline is quite something I'll say that doesn't have a bad hairline.
1: Oh no, but the way it, it wait, so so you're saying even this yeah. is a wig? Okay, um, wow.
0: Like this, for example.
1: I mean, the hairline's very intact. That, I mean, that could mean there's a wig. It's not a wig. No, but he's always had great hair, though. Just that he's
0: always had great. Yeah, because
1: I'm looking back over the years.
0: But someone said Craig David has a great wig, so I looked online and I've been looking at images and I don't see a wig. I think I'm not really seeing nah.
1: Like, I, th- I think it's merely a rumor. It's merely a rumor.
2: So as I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, why, was, why would Craig David be winning Best R&B Actor? We have so many R&B UK artists that have come through in the last five or so years that have done hmm. big things on a micro and macro level. So, yeah, like I said, I do think um, it will be good for them to take a year out to kind of, you know, regroup and kind of really assess where they're at and kind of see what has gone wrong and hopefully then i like, kind of read and dissect the criticisms that people have said online or in the press about them like um Shabuka hutchings criticized them recently for not really representing representing the uk jazz scene the revival of uk jazz in the scene with like moses Boyd and nubia grace and other artists um ezra collective great artists who weren't really being acknowledged by the mobos in their jazz category so that's my thoughts nick you didn't
0: i'll go okay um so i think it's always a good idea to take a step back from things when they're either not working or you need to look at it from a completely different avenue so i feel like with the mobo they've had a few well mobos they've had a few issues for a while um to do with representation um, i remember there was one time there's an artist called jack garrett he made a song called "Worry." It's actually a pretty good. Um, white artist, and he made a statement during an interview saying that um, not enough black artists were getting um, were getting nominated for awards. Um, and he had a conversation with like the interviewer. It was really interesting. But I do think they need to reorganize. They need to look at the way that representation works in the music industry and the way it hasn't been working for some people. Um, Shop is right. Why is um, Craig David getting an award for R and B? that's really interesting Um, there are so many other artists that deserve much more Um, i honestly think this is because of the grm GRM awards um so the rated awards i think they realize that the audience that they've been trying to get into for a while are finally getting into award shows um and so that they need a completely new strategy to make sure that they can meet that audience uh i think it could be a good thing i think taking time away is really good they're not just trying to guess what people want. They actually want to look at the market, see what's out there, um, listen to the music, and look for undiscovered talent, I assume. Um, But I think it's a good thing, personally. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, I would echo the sentiments made by Chopin Eden. I would just say that... um... A revamp is always key. And I think that even in the landscape of branding, like every 15 to 20 years, you do rebrand, you change your logo, you change your ethos, you revamp things generally. So I'd say in the scheme of things, looking at the MOBOs, it's time, like it's about 20 years. uh, It's time to, yeah, just revamp and uh, contextualize yourself in the current market. The rated awards are doing a decent job in the pockets that they cover, decent job. I'd say there's still work for them to do as well. But I would say, especially for award shows that cater to Black audiences in particular, cause music of Black origin, clearly um, we need to start really getting to the nitty gritty with the culture, what's actually going on, the different pockets, the alternative pockets, the same artists can't be winning in my kind of genres um, from like Caribbean stemming um, genres like reggae and all of that. I can't be seeing the same winners um, and dancehall artists, just the same dancehall artists winning in their category when they don't really deserve to or it's kind of just a tokenism it's a form of tokenism and that's been a complaint that i've had for years when i see it particularly in my terrain so i'd say the mobos definitely need a revamp i think they can do it there's always a production issue every single year always of some sort it could be minor it could be major it could be sound it could be you know audience participation i just think they need a revamp of completely who goes to these awards who influences these awards. Um, I have seen this year on my um, timeline on Twitter, some people that I've actually interacted with for years have got accepted onto boards and like actually committees to make decisions. So they know what they're talking about, the people who got selected, congratulations to them. And I hope they help in this revamp and really push forward opinions, What that they know we've all been discussing on social media and in our social circles for years, because we've all said this for years, They've listened and other award shows haven't really done this before. Or maybe they have, and but not in recent times. So it's a big, bold step. It's controversial. A lot of people are a bit questioned. But I think if you come back in the right way in 2019, you've definitely got the um, the upper hand to really make a statement because your presence will not be felt this year. So everyone will be re-energized and waiting. So yeah, yeah Mobos, I, 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 I just, hope you do it.
0: I just want to go off on a tangent of what you've just said about getting people... Who know what they're talking about to critique a scene? So, mm-hmm. just I saw a video online on Twitter recently of Tiffany Haddish. I don't know if you saw it, but um, she the black
1: was, about the black,
0: yeah, about like representation and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. I saw that yesterday. And um, there were kind of it was a mixed review towards her reply. So what happened <laughs> was,
1: oh, I saw that. Yeah,
0: an interviewer um said to her, not an interviewer, but like a paparazzi or something like
1: that. Why don't you stop for the black media outlets or something like that? Yeah, no yeah.
0: well not necessarily. Or they said what what do you think about um, the representation at she was at some mm-hmm. award show, I'm not too sure. The
2: Emmys, she just won an Emmy.
0: Yeah, so she's at the Emmys and they're like, What do you think about the representation of I think they either said black women or um just people in general and she literally just said, I don't know about all that. Um all I do is act. Um I'm good at my job. I'm an actress so I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do. And there were some people that were like she could have used her platform to speak more about like representation at the Emmys and stuff like that. But then there were some people, and I'm more on this side, that were like, if she doesn't know what she's talking about, she shouldn't just talk for speaking sake. She shouldn't just make up what she doesn't know. Mm -hmm. I'm a big advocate of when you don't know something, say you don't know. Mm -hmm. And then the answer will come to you or someone someone will make a difference. Like it shouldn't be the job of... Um, someone who doesn't know to make a difference to the people who are supposed to know mm-hmm. and um, yeah I just thought that was really interesting I thought that
1: I think in relation to that Tiffany hashish conversation I'm glad that she was honest I think it's it's um, dishonest to just make a PC statement for the sake of making a PC statement if you don't believe in the sentiment know about the sentiment educated about the sentiment etc um, I think there's a difference between being ignorant and just literally saying I don't know and she was on that side of I don't know I watched the interview myself and Um, I felt that, you know, not every time that someone has a um, platform should they kind of um, say miseducated things or things out of context. So going back to this MOBO discussion, I definitely feel like, you know, if people are on the boards or are on the table who don't know, literally ask the people, like ask an open question, look, what some of the things your culture likes? What are some of the things that, Well, who are some of the eyes that are on right now? Who should we be looking out for on these boards? They're important, like for people to use their influence and what they do know to bring to the table. Don't shy away just because of the numbers. Say, I know this scene, here's the evidence. Here's who's doing things. Look at the numbers. Look at the um the comments. Look at what people are saying. Look at the um even journalists who are who are co-signing mm, them as mm, well. Because ju- mm. journalists, co-signers, even bloggers, like they know the culture. They and they don't mm. get a big enough um name or stake in this. Like there's so many people who know the culture. Certified tastemakers. Certified tastemakers. Um And these board members don't go to them P- journalists should definitely be part of the conversation, and which is why I'm glad shout out to Ellen December, who's got onto it as well as well mm. who's giving influence so so I think yeah. basically what we're all trying to say is that the MOBAs are out of
2: touch or have been mm. out of touch for a while, and that there needs to be some serious groundwork put into kind of. Um, ac- reacclimate themselves mm-hmm.
1: Revamping the marker and yeah. uh, brand And what they stand for mm. Music of black origin And that's all black mm. as well Little Sims <laughs> Shout out anyway
2: yeah. um, And Sam f- Smith not winning four awards in one night
1: yeah. 110% like fuck out of here bro Or Ed like, Sheeran whichever one it was Yeah which who, Whoever yes. it was Some person Yeah, yeah. But Anyway
0: <laughs> speaking about being out of touch I think the next topic should be quite
1: interesting Um. So we have two topics. Um, I'm thinking about which one to go for. Um, let's go to our friend. The, let's go to the out of touch one. Who's the out of touch one?
0: The person who's made an album after how many
1: years? No, 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 no. Let's 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 save that to last. Let's go to, on the UK. Let's go okay. to our friend. This is
2: well. This is UK slash America. Let's famous. go to our
1: friend. No, the UK beginning though. Let's go to our little friend LMA right now. <laughs> he's doing a lot of big things and a lot of controversial things in the realm of
2: controversial. right now
1: well to some people controversial this this move was controversial from what i've read and stuff like that so tuesday 25th of september <laughs> um a song was removed by singer now shopping you know this. How do you pronounce his name? Chiquis. Chiquis, just making sure. Right, Chiquis. He retweeted a South African um, news outlet and said that the remix of Elevate's trip was removed from SoundCloud and YouTube. I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, and it was unclear why the song was pulled. Um, mm-hmm. And he was, he was just like dismayed he put teary-eyed emojis he was just like oh okay all the songs taken so um and it's really gone like i tried it's to gone find it last yeah, night. it's like, gone or it's maybe gone maybe
2: like a cheeky youtube link like nah they it's wiped it's gone they, they wiped, wiped it, it. it which
1: i'm really shocked about you know the label did their, their job anyway um so this was a label move uh because controversy came in lma's comments on ig in particular. Um, of people calling her entitled, selfish, a brat, a bitch, all this kind of stuff. Like it went deep, like people were just like, what the hell are you doing? Like you're just jealous of that. The song's better than your version, the remix. Why didn't you just make an unofficial remix? You're ungrateful coming to all this kind of stuff like this. It's not her. So this is what I'm getting to. Uh. Then we go to um, Mustard, obviously the person who signed her and who she signed under, I think it's 10 10 summers. Summers. Yep, 10 Summers the label. And he put, (laughs) very funny little comment. Um, Our artists don't send ceased and desists. We do. When you monetize content you don't own, you are stealing, and no one steals from Ten Summers. Ella had no say in the matter, and any platform reporting any differently is spreading uh, falsities. This is simply a press or marketing plan or some strategy to deviate from the narrative that Ella is doing well, and then that was it. And then he put to who it may concern and put it on Twitter. So there's been a debate on multiple sides. T Pain's remix of her original song "Booed Up" didn't get removed. Loads of other remixes of "Booed Up," "Fabulous," all of that. Chris Brown didn't get removed, um, but hmm. this song did get removed. Um, did you see what T Pain said? T Pain said, yeah, as well that he tried um, that Chiqueros was it. obviously trying to make money off of it, but he rebuked the claims and said that there was no money as it was put up on SoundCloud and YouTube. I think the other platform was, um, and someone YouTuber, broke it down. I was watching a video and they said he wouldn't have been he wouldn't like monetize that much off of it. It would be like two hundred and fifty bucks. Well, month. this
2: is the thing. I read um, an article last night and apparently it was out streaming her version. So I didn't that means to me that it Yeah, it was.
1: It was it was more popular and it was gaining some radio play.
2: Yeah. So that is obviously a potential to make some money.
1: Is it? Because you have to release it via a label to get the money. They could just play it via SoundCloud. That wouldn't give him money. I think no. if it's tied to a
2: independent artists can make money off. But the thing is, did he release really... SoundCloud?
1: But the thing is if did If they're he... getting enough streams they can. If they're getting enough streams and if it's tied to an independent subsidiary like if it's like if it's a platform that's monet like monetizable like so i think i literally don't think he was making money off of this even if it was i think it's more of a popularity thing i mm. think it was outshot mm. i think literally mustard is covering i don't think LMA had a lot to do with this to be honest i think it was more the people behind because what someone was making the point of, and I agreed, there's the artist, but then there's the team. The team are analysing things, not LMA. LMA's from city to city doing her thing, radio tour. And whatever. she probably wasn't even She bothered. ain't even thinking about this. She she co-signed it on her IG story. She was playing it. She was like, oh, the love and all this kind of stuff. Whoever remixed her booed up as well. She showed love to the ones that she saw. Um, the ones that were good. Yeah, the ones that she saw, the ones that was good, all of that. So... Um, I don't think, it's, this isn't an LMA move. I think it's a behind the scenes move um, more so. Maybe she had the, the just the co-sign say, yeah, okay, do it. But I don't think she was literally like this, like looking at the numbers because she's at number like top 20 this week mm. or about to be top 20. She's she's doing fine. The song's doing fine. Her pre-orders are doing fine. Boot up's doing fine. Her profile's doing fine. She didn't have no reason to be like, this song's flopping, but Charquais is getting more plays. So... In my opinion, it's a label move, and it's just questionable that you're removing this one, but you're not removing T Pain's, which was also on SoundCloud as well, and well, Fabulous, which was also on. Well, SoundCloud this as Well, this is my
2: thing. So first, I'm gonna say this: that um, people on social media are using LMA as a scapegoat purely because it's her artist, it's 100%. her, it's her song, 100%. she's the face, and yeah, I, the yeah, face I, is always getting. Yeah, it,
1: just like Beyonce when copyright claims it. Exactly, her. I right.
2: agree with Nick that. I doubt that she had anything to do with this. I'm sure she obviously is aware that it
1: will benefit her, but I doubt, yeah, of she, course. I
2: doubt she like piped up and complained. Like I don't really get the vibe from her that she's like a diva like that because she showed love.
1: She's more grateful than anything. Yeah. At moment. Well, What looks like that. It she looks showed like love grateful to right him. For, yeah, she literally posted yeah. it the day it was posted. But
2: saying that, the reason why I think that was taken down as opposed to the others is because um, by the time all those boot up remixes had came out, it was already a certified hit. It was already top five on Billboard. It was already reaching these upper <laughs> echelon levels of success. Whereas Trip, up until recently, it was still, you know, stagnant. buzzing. No, it wasn't stagnant. It was rising quite well every week, but it was um, taking slower to, to pop off. And then also, the Up remixes, though they did their thing, people loved them, they definitely did not gain the traction that this Jaqueese remix did definitely not people like likes them they played them like oh this is cool but it was a thing where even outside of social media like so people like my friend but people,
1: people did love the t-pain one more than the official nikki and thing one quaver oh, like Nicky. people actually wanted that to become the remix rather than the the quaver and nikki and that Ding goes to my that point was. that goes to my point
2: those songs did not gain the traction that this jacuzzi remix did did Like I was saying, people I work with, people my friends were like, Mm. talking more about that version more than LMA.
1: Yeah.
2: Whereas Buddha, people like were aware that these remixes came out, but they kind of just were pushed aside. or, oh, I like Mm. it. That's cool. But the main focus was on still LMA, booed up this is her song yeah and a terrible remix released by nikki and quiver
1: yeah i just think a smarter move would have just been to get the paper together like do you know what i mean i just think like there was no need to just be so petty about it like mm. whoever made the decision you could literally could have done it in a day you know shakui would have just got on the plane and done you know he's looking for his come mm. up too like it's literally fine like he he i don't think he did this song to literally, because he remixes every damn thing. Like he remixes every song. It wasn't a move. Oh my god, I'm literally looking for like to to outshine her. It, it wasn't out that. of it malice, wasn't that. and it's never out of malice for him. He just loves. Uh, he loves R and B to the core. He loves the genre. Like literally, loves it. The contemporary R and B genre. He loves it, and um, he's like Chris Brown. He just loves to make song. He he has the same problem Chris Brown does. He just loves to make music. Which is why they actually have a joint project coming out soon. What? But um yeah, they, they kinda of, it was at the start of, it was at the start of the year. Don't oh, know Jesus. if it still has it in. But um point is Chris Brown Hold on hold No on. Music to twenty twenty three. Right please. Okay, point, I beg. Okay, okay. He's already released songs this year. Anyway, point is um what? He's l- he like Come on, like, Jacques is not a threat to LMA right now. Like, they could have just made a quick cheeky remix, you know, cheeky remix, throw it out. It would have made Trip rise even more, and they would have both got checks together. And LMA would have still got checks from. I love Trip, how Eden's
2: still laughing.
1: <laughs> which is 23. <2023. laughs> he said this, like, last week. He gave him a deadline last week. Like, this is 2023 is your deadline. <laughs> so it reminded me of, you know, when um, when
0: that girl, some girl on Twitter said to his, um, Iggy Azalea, um, oh you should do modelling, and, and then and then Iggy Azalea released a new song, yeah. and the same girl quoted again said, "We said modelling,
1: we said modelling But the thing is, she'd make oh, and
0: then Iggy replied, "I know then... she got
1: mad." Iggy 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 went in her Australia bag and just you know showed us why they were criminals in the first place. With a response right. like, she literally was just like, you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway. Um, Iggy would make a great model You know the surgeon Did a great job on her Like she looks The most natural Out of any star I've seen You know But back to the main point Jacque is not Jacquees I didn't want to correct you <laughs> You know what Whatever his name is You know He's great And he should They should just get The bag together Yeah opinion. I said
2: this I said this age ago That, that when I first Heard his version Because at the time it's way better though You heard it
1: here first right Yes Yeah yeah I played it for you
2: so at first, when Ella dropped the song, I was like, mm, "It's alright," but I'm gonna go play. Sounds ten- like a booed up. I'm gonna play Ten Thousand Hours or she don't. Um, check out their songs, but um, when um,
1: what you like? She don't.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. With our guy Ty Dolla Sign, that's a banger. Yeah, but Ty Dolla Sign's great on it. She's not. She. Okay, we will do this today. Um, but no, anyway, by the time when Trip and Rich originally dropped, I wasn't. I didn't dislike it, but I wasn't like super very mediocre super excited
1: very mediocre
2: then i can say when juhuis dropped like, oh this is really cool this is really dope and i can say now his version has made me appreciate the original even more mm, mm. but yeah and i said that that should have been an official remix like a duet or something like that honestly
1: this is what and the thing especially
2: is, now that the song is about to reach the top 10 in the next two or so
1: hundred percent and i think this is what r&b is about it would mutually benefit both of them literally r&b is about this this is r&b is a culture of this. Some made the point of making remixes and then they become official remixes L- uh, you know like that's hip hop and r culture that's literally what it mm. is so whoever made this move don't understand the genre and don't understand how to make money clearly no. anyway eden
0: eden i just want to say quickly i grew up listening to juquees so i used me and my brother used to follow him and tory lanes on um, youtube before they became quite
1: big and I thought you meant as a child. I was like, has he been out longer than I That's thought? What? Like, I was like, what? No, no, I was he, like, no, yo. He's been out for years though. No, I know he's like Tory Lanez, the same kind of trajectory. Yeah, they've, yeah, they've, yeah, they've been out like, yeah. for years. So but I was like, whoa, like, yeah, so as a we, kid.
0: We used to follow them on YouTube for a while. Um, before he deleted all his videos and stuff like that. Yeah, um, he deleted so oh but, God, and he, annoying. There's a video going around on Twitter at the moment of him doing a remix the of Chris Yo. Proud. Yeah, it's not good but my my brother actually <laughs> sent me a message on WhatsApp before we came here and, and he was like, this anyway. is what we used to listen to. We were
1: like loads of different question marks. But, question um, marks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> know when someone sends a question mark in text, it's so much funnier than it has it Anyway, go on. But yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, it's
0: it's kind of weird to see. It's really weird to see because- This whole situation you mean? Yeah, because yeah. like I'm accustomed to seeing Jaquiz just make remixes. And now that he's doing original songs, obviously that's good. He's had a few hit and misses. Yeah, um, hits and misses. Bed is a banger. Feet. Only the Ty dollar Sign remix, so I don't like the original.
1: This is what I'm saying, remixes. Like, does he only shine on... Like, no, no, anyway, it's his anyway. song, but Ty Sign... I know, Sign... but still remi- <laughs>
0: oh, just cause, yeah, Anyway, yeah, anyway, go on. Um, but yeah, I've been following him for a while and it's just weird to see this. To be honest, the position I take is when I first heard about what was going on, I was a bit like, hmm, like... He's not. If he's not making money from it, I don't understand why it needs to be removed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's yeah. this whole thing about taking voices away from artists. Everyone has a right to make music that they want to make if they're not profiting off
1: Little it. Lil Wayne made whole projects of remixes.
0: Well, like, if you think about back in the day, like Chris Brown back in the day. Yeah. In my opinion, Chris Brown's Marvin Room is better than Drake's. Some r- jo- um, JoJo's
1: JoJo's. Um, thank you for saying that. Jo- I mean, I, was I say mean, that. everyone knows the JoJo version. JoJo's well. version Jojo of
2: Marvin's version. Room is the definitive version. Yeah, but the end. She's she's lit. She's no. Joanna did what she
0: needed to do. Yeah, that's
1: fine. Yeah. But I'm saying- Let's just that... say everyone's version was better. Than no, the but show. there was
0: a time where Chris Brown
1: was remixing Everyone's song This is what I'm saying it's a culture in my zone mixtapes yeah. everything Invented Head did a remix Chris called Invented Brown, Sex you know mi- mixtapes full of remixes of the year yeah. were like released every single year on And Pid that's Pid.
2: generally what mixtape culture used to be Washington well, 100 no, well, At one point in the 90s 19- and yeah. 2000s it was yeah. a compilation Lime of-
1: wire culture like all of, like come on come Exactly on. and that's everyone was doing remixes And if you think about what Tory Lanez <laughs> some white person made this movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but if Listen. you think about what Tory Lanez is doing nowadays <laughs> everything that toy lane like used to do was a remix career. Like everything was either a refix or a remix, or he had a sample. Kanye West. Love, love mm. is one of
1: his biggest records. It was a remix, well, not a remix, a sample. So like, a great sample. I, g- like that. I guess the question is, if a song becomes
2: Seven Street is another one she's done bare remixes. Remixes. Of people's yeah, but she's come not on.
0: blow it. She's not going to get the same numbers as someone who's released the original. Okay,
2: please don't disrespect Amber like that. Is, is that, is that this her name? Seventh Street. Uh, yeah, Amber, don't, yeah. Don't don't
1: don't disrespect. <laughs> seven, I do love Seven. She had she had a moment. She had a little, a but little she bit doesn't moment. have hits. Um, she anyway. has one here. Uh, y- what? Don't, don't stop. stop. It don't, won't come stop. on. Don't yeah, disrespect. that's what Chris Brown. Don't
0: try it. Doesn't um, matter. It's still her song. Don't disrespect. But if she released that by herself, do you think it would get? I still, it I still something. think it
1: would have become. something. I
2: still think it would have become something. Yeah. I
1: don't think so. With the right She has other bands as well. It, it, yeah. With the I've right. Got, she's got a solo version. Yeah, she Yeah. Does.
2: With the right tweet. With the right um, sponsored post on Facebook, <laughs> and she wrote for Ariana. Grande let's not forget. Wait, is overloaded?
0: I took a screenshot of someone and put it in our group chat and said, "I hate when." artists have like eighty thousand followers. Yeah, or seven. seven. Was it seven? Exactly. So what's no, going her engagement
1: on? shit. No, this engagement is what I mean. Shit. This is twenty thirteen. She had a moment in twenty thirteen. Yeah. She had a moment then. But now her team is quiet. The team dropped, dropped the ball, the ball she in got a major win. And like there was a loads of other things. And then by the time her came out it was shit. But I liked a couple of records, but it was, no, it was, it was shit. It, I liked a couple of records.
2: But
0: my main point Music's
1: objective. Music's objective Okay, all
2: I'm gonna say is that seven more call me crazy butts more should have been their part ones um god disrupted or god God disrupted that can stay in the bin (laughs) and i look forward to the next album love you very much let me let me finish my point so rude so my main
0: point i'm gonna make it quick because i know we run out of time but my main point was that it's a bit weird seeing jacques being in a position where he can't remix songs anymore and I'm just worried about the future artists because that was a that was a way for artists to come up to release their own versions of songs, release them online, especially SoundCloud. SoundCloud used to be the place where undiscovered talent would be. So now that that's happened, I don't want some artists to be put off from putting remixes online. I do think that they could have handled it slightly better. Uh, a remix between the both of them would have been way better than um, getting rid of one and keeping the other. Um, I can understand why they'd want the original to go to number one rather than have the one with Jaquise on it to go to number one. That makes complete sense. But if it means that they'll sell more units in total, it might make more sense mm. if they had
1: Jaques on it. That's um, what I'm saying, because it's top 20. Like, it's still gaining the traction you guys want it to get. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? I, d- I don't know. And it was doing that before Jaquise ripped his version anyway. Honestly, it was still a history of it rising. I just don't... I, yeah, definitely some misinformed intern hmm. made this move or some shit, but whatever. Um,
0: but yeah, let's talk about the original remixer. So the person who used to remix everyone's song.
1: <laughs> yeah, little way, little way, little way. obviously, so I. Um, Weezy F, baby. Yes. And the F 2G. is for phenomenal. Yes, 100%. Phenomenal. Before Eden goes into his shade, because he just threw shade there. His eye contact said it all. Anyway, Weezy F, baby. I was on Twitter, Phenomenal. as I usually am, <laughs> middle of the week, um, and Little Wayne dropped a video. He said, announcements coming at 5 EST. I waited, and it came out. Clicked the link on YouTube. I was scared. I was like, what's, what's going to happen? Is it going to be a song? Is it going to be a video? And he announced that the Carter 5, the long-awaited album, was to be released on his birthday. Three days later. So he dropped... The album Friday There <laughs> was low. You can loads. see the way Eden's sitting right there now There was low. He's getting ready He's getting ready He's drinking water He's getting ready But um, don't worry I'm holding up the Wayne fans I'm, I'm holding up that side of the fence Anyway um, So the album dropped DJ Booth wrote articles Everyone wrote articles. People Complex, talking about it. Hip Hop DX. People were talking about it before the album, what he needed to do. I had my own thoughts on what I think he needed to do. Um, I think to an extent, there are some limitations to Lil Wayne, to Wheezy F Baby in this generation. We all know lyrically, we all know lyrically that um, he definitely isn't the same lyricist no. as back in his prime, Hell but no. he's still, to me, wasn't the artist between I say two thousand and twelve to two thousand and now to now, um, he he definitely upped a little bit to mid tier level um, compared to and we're we're contextualizing it so in the rep in the generation of mumble rap we're we're taking that into context of what happened. He definitely did what he needed to do in terms of give us an album which was curated the right way had the right features which I was shocked about because I was expecting some mixtape quality stuff because um he has like loads of hard drives and stuff and over the years cash money young money were in this legal battle bird man a little way and he got free just a couple weeks ago um and i think he just needed to give a nice album it didn't need to be it didn't need to completely hit it just needed to be he just needed to get through it that's what he needed to do get through it and i think the songs were too there was too many songs too many songs that's the critique i'm gonna say too many songs 23 you think songs there are on the album didn't need to be that long could have been a 15 max and even that's too much of this consumer in these days um he had xxx on there kendrick um travis nevaeh uh who else? He had his daughter Regine on there and a couple other people. I think personally, he did what he needed to do, which was just get through it. But Eden is gonna no no go shopping debunked go shopping. Oh, he wanted to go last. He wants to save it last. You won't go last. No, he wanted to. Those no, in Eden wants to save it for last. Uh, so. I don't
2: have any um thoughts on it um because I haven't heard the album yet. I can say that when the news came out, I wasn't exactly jumping off the walls. Um, Lil Wayne definitely was, when I was growing up, one of my favorite rappers, and like I love a lot of his music, but I do feel like his output over the last, Nick, can I say six or seven or so years? Can I
1: say that? I said 2012 to now, so six. Yeah. That's about six or so.
2: So it hasn't been the best, and his features on songs have just kind of been kind of unnecessary and kind of, <laughs> to be blunt, kind of
1: stupid. So, ah, I'm dead. I am finished. No, I'm just thinking of some of his verses over the years. And yeah. I'm just like, woo, Wayne. Yeah, some Wayne. of those verses. But anyway,
2: um, <laughs> so I wasn't really jumping for joy. But for some reason, when I saw all the reaction I was getting, it kind of reminded me of the projects I liked, like Dedication and the
1: Carter 2 mm, and the Carter mm, 3. Mm, mm. And I even went back and listened to some Yeah, same. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I haven't heard the album yet. I did hear two songs yesterday. I heard the one with XX, which I wasn't a Don't fan cry. of. And that's not because of XX being problematic. I just didn't like the song. And I liked dedicate. Cause I just liked him chatting this shit, talking this shit, and reminding everyone that he is the original. He's the Godfather. He is the original Godfather. Godfather of all these mumble ass stupid people, and. Yeah, so I will listen to the album over the course of the week and I'll have some thoughts on it next week. But um I have heard good things in general and I've heard it's better than Scorpion and it does a better job of um, you know, um propelling the twenty-three <laughs> song track list. Eden's face right which now, Aubrey guys failed oh. tremendously to do. And um that's my thoughts.
1: Me? Okay. Just know I'm talking through your section, but All right, I just want to say I I want to talk about a conversation I had with someone
0: recently So I love Lil Wayne Mm -hmm. I loved his albums, I love the Carters Um, Great artist Um, Godfather as Nick said Really appreciate his music and the contribution He's made to the scene Um, He made rap quite fun um, Quite colourful Obviously introduced some of the biggest artists in the world right now 100% Mm -hmm. Amazing man, amazing man The Carter Five So I understand why people like it I do understand. It's mainly for nostalgic reasons. So they like the fact that they heard the lighter flick at the beginning and stuff like that. The instrumentals, some of them were really good. I will admit that. Um, but for me, this album was nothing special. If someone else released this project, we would have dismissed it immediately. We would have got really? to song- yeah. Really? Even
1: totally. with the features? No. no. Even uh, with the features. Really? XXX and Kendrick.
0: Even say. with the features. And Travis. So the only thing saving really? this album for me, and the only reason I'll listen to- Two of those songs again is because of the XX feature and because of the Kendrick feature. So those two songs were good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's another song as well actually, um, which he's singing on. I can't remember what it's called. The um, one with is
1: it Nicky? The one with Nicki Minaj?
0: No, 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 no. I'm no. Just saying. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. But yeah, so there's there's three songs on this album that I like out of twenty three. I had wow. a conversation with my friend Nate, and um, he's a big Lil Wayne fan, and he said that. Um, you need to listen to the album for the instrumentals so i looked at him because he said the album's. he said the album's great because of the instrumentals so i looked at him and i said okay so you haven't you haven't really taken in the album because
1: lyrics you have to
0: well if if i bring you a cheesecake yeah mm. and there's there's a strawberry on the cheesecake yeah and you eat the strawberry you can't come and tell me the cheesecake is nice
1: but the cheese, the cheesecake is the foundation for the strawberry. Exactly. No, no, no. Is in like the production is this like is no. It but the
0: vocals are what know. we're focusing on. Because if we're gonna say the album's good, we need to look at it as a whole. We can't. One hundred percent. But I think take... I
1: think the context of you saying
0: strawberry and cheesecake is a bit skewed. No, because we take different sections of the thing and put it together.
1: But strawberry is like zero point zero three. It's part of the cake, though. No, but you're saying zero point zero three. So you're basically saying instrumentals are zero point zero three. Of
0: no, we're not. Album. We're not doing it on like we're not doing it on like, so we're not doing it on to scale. We're just saying. Okay. 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 Shop um, <laughs> <laughs> um All right. So basically what I'm going to say is I feel like you need to be honest with yourself when you listen to music.
1: 100%. I, d- I definitely agree.
0: And that. I feel like a lot of people like this album for nostalgic nostalgic reasons. I feel like it's something that if it was released a few years ago would have been really good. But I feel like music has changed so much now that the sound that was released it it didn't really correlate with what a lot of people are listening to now. And I feel like sonically it wasn't that much of an evolution for me.
1: Mm. And the thing is, I don't think Lil Wayne necessarily needed to be a new artist and try and fit in i don't think he needed to do that okay. and i think that xxs is definitely re- um, representative of the trend to emo music now it's 100 percent the sound of xxx on that song it's the moody it would fit on a um, xxx solo um project it would definitely fit on one of his solo projects but he's made songs Soundwise. like that before what who little wayne no, but I'm saying even the mood of the song, it still fits. It's still you're saying with the times, the times right now is moving towards um emo it is it's moving towards like emo XX started a movement and that is the kind of sad boy emo music, depressive kind of songs. Did XX start that? Not not start that, but popular. he's popularizing it. Now, but
0: Lil Wayne was in that period because Drake did a lot of depressing music, a lot of sad. <laughs> but music. there's
1: like there is an emo boy movement, like there is, there is on SoundCloud. When on... you say Kid Cuddy started,
0: yeah, no, but I'm not saying that Drake started it, but I'm saying it was before XXX. Like- but, I'm saying I agree. Exit,
1: but I'm saying sound wise, XXX has a sound right now which is popular, and other artists are following him. Like, who? and I was thinking of his name. Um, I'll find his name, the guy I read here, Trippy. No, not Trippy. Mm, you could say trippy, and you could say there's another one I forgot his name oh, what did he look like song. hold on I think he's got a song in top 10 on Billboard right now I'll, I'll find it but basically that song Don't Cry I think it's called on Little Wayne's album it would fit in XXX Project who's a popular artist right now whose sound resonates with current consumers um, I'd say Travis implemented his sound wave into his song with um, Little Wayne as well so it. my thing is Little Wayne's a curator and has the ear for what's hot and even his feature choices shows that he's still got his ear in the in the in the marketplace he's still got his ear onto who because i wasn't even expecting that many features except for nikki and maybe drake drake was meant to be on the album posty was meant to be on the album too drake and posty on one song um but it just post malone yeah post malone just didn't make the sound uh the deadline or whatever because of how soon he wanted to release it but um I think he's got the ear on the pulse still. I think he still does. The album isn't necessarily representative of trap or the new sounds right now as a whole. There's definitely throwback sounds. He even samples old songs, but um, I think he's definitely still curated a piece of work that involved people that were in the, that are relevant in the scene right now.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But I, I think it's very nostalgia driven. So I feel like the album isn't that much of an. I know you said he doesn't need second to release- half. The
1: project is not a away for me, half, yeah. of, half of the second, half of it but, is trash for me. But So wait, hold on, would you say it's a good album? I'd say if you cut it down for me, <laughs> I could <laughs> cut right, it. say so you know what I'm gonna say now, <laughs> don't you? You know what I'm gonna say. It's a playlist part, you're gonna say a playlist part. What no, I'm, I'm saying gonna say, is- When I said
0: this about Scorpion, you both- No, but
1: you me. literally, your point is that you need to rework tracks, you need to do all of that. My thing is literally, if you cut it to 15, like at track 15, if actually, there's even some later songs that I'd include. But if you if you cut it down to fifteen, yeah.
0: But if you the fifth,
1: the first, the literally track list order, the first fifteen songs, you don't need to change anything about that. I just said it went on for too long. But what we've got is not bad. Like it's not like there's more good songs for me than bad songs. Do you agree with that, be he hasn't listened to it. I haven't heard the
2: album, I can't comment.
1: Okay. And the way you were talking about Scorpion is like, you have to do this and do no, that. No, but I didn't mean you had to did move did songs did did around. Did so
0: what I meant is you just cut the songs out that you didn't like.
1: But that's still changing the order of it. Because if you cut like one and then you cut two and then you have three and then four, like, do you know what but I mean? You,
0: but you've just basically said that you'll cut it at 15 and there's some later songs that you would True, keep, true. So that you would do true. the same thing.
1: But it's still listening but in the sense of I order. I think what he's I'm saying is with Scorpio, you would be more, play li- curating it yourself you're kind of curating how it sounds and then even if you did cut those songs took took away number two and then number five and then number six whatever. throughout the list and you're cutting out you're probably away. then going to rearrange them based on the mood like i don't know whereas yeah I don't know.
2: so i think what nick is saying is that throughout the, um drake's album you'd be cutting out the wax songs cutting out the dead weight whereas with ni with low end you can just stop a track 14 15 and if that was the album that would be fine
1: i think that's what you're trying for me yeah it would be a cohesive project okay i think
0: overall for me i thought it was i won't be listening to it throughout the whole thing again i'll probably listen to like one or two songs every so often but um yeah that's all i thought about little wayne um i wasn't expecting it to be like this massive project Mm. i actually think for what it was it was all right but um yeah color five for me wasn't that great of an album um, but that's me personally. To be
1: honest, I'm going to just say before, because Chope needs to talk about what he thinks about. So next week we'll resume this conversation because I think first track listens as well compared to like a week. I'm need to. i going to sit with it as well and just see if your opinion resonates. So we'll discuss it properly next week. Yeah, properly when Chope takes a listen as well. Okay, we're we'll doing another so, round. Yeah, I think right now that's all the news for this week. So we can segue into our topic of the week. So I think Eden's going to why do you guys want me to take this, this away so i think much? eden had a thread which you know resonated with some people and um i think he wants to unpack that a bit okay. i'm kind of nervous you know? i'm a bit nervous as well because <laughs> i don't want to say the wrong I'm thing. i'm not i'm hungry so <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do this okay
0: so so someone has been in the news a lot lately well let's say black twitter news um there was a tw- what'd you, what? crying Ouch. Well, it's the tr- it's the truth. It's Black Twitter news. There were some articles.
2: Well, actually, BBC wrote about this. So
0: yeah, but, but they did it because of Black Twitter's reaction, yeah. most likely. So Eminem, that name, let's just let it sit for a while. So Eminem released a new album called Language. Came out. I I want to say a few weeks ago. Was beginning about, of September. Beginning of September, it came out. So basically, he released the album.
1: It sold 140. Four is, this, c- is uh-huh. this confirmed news? I just wanna confirm it.
2: I've seen varying numbers. I've yeah, seen same. so same. I just, I've seen 144, 253, 805. So let's just say under a thousand. He under a 1, thousand okay. copies pure sales. Okay, okay,
0: so pure sales that's not including streams. Oh
1: yeah, because then maybe that's what it was the comparison between streams and but yeah anyway. Yeah, but so, pure
2: sales somewhere under a
1: thousand.
0: Yeah. So he had, yeah. So that, that's not including Spotify and stuff like that. If you don't understand what that means, that's so it's basically the store, yeah people who go it. into a store and buy the CD he sold
2: or buying the Album on iTunes, yeah, so under yeah, a thousand yeah, yeah. iTunes as well. Like, you're
1: the actual You're album, buying the album, not yeah. streaming, yeah. buying
0: exactly. Yeah, um, it may be completely different from streaming because a lot of people stream their music more now, but from what we've seen, under a thousand people have purchased this album in real life or virtually on iTunes. So, there's a lot of controversy. A lot of um, Eminem came out and tweeted a thread about which
2: has
1: now been deleted, which has now been deleted. All I've, the thread's been deleted, yeah. yeah. Do you have it? I, I don't, I don't,
0: do you have it? okay so basically there was a lot there was I a lot going on yeah I'm. all right so anyway here's what was said by m in a thread
2: Well, a few of the things he a,
0: said. a few of the things so M&EK said I haven't gone into this album campaign naive well maybe a little bit but not entirely I know who I am and where I am musically makes a lot of black straight men uncomfortable and unenthusiastic to listen to my music or watch my music videos. In regards to the people I've read a lot about, I guess the black community's perception of me, and I'm disappointed but not surprised at, I guess, the backlash and lack of support from the section of the community, namely black straight men. I anticipate for everyone to listen to what I do with open hearts, open minds, and open ears. It's very idealistic, I know, But I personally refuse to stick to what society says I should be as a black man. And so I want, so I want to, okay, it doesn't make sense. So I want to everyone else to feel like they can get out of their boxes. And there's more and there's more, but you kind of get the idea. Um, What a lot of people have gotten from that is MNEK is blaming straight black men, so heterosexual men that date women, um, for the lack in sales, the fact he sold under a thousand under a thousand units um, and there's just been a lot of controversy around that so I mean I'm gonna open this up for everyone who's in here get their opinions to see what they think Nick do you want uh, shop, No, Eden you, want
2: to you should start because you want to talk about your unconscious biases that okay so all right earth. I'll
0: start I'll start because you two need to retain yourselves Professionalism, guys. Basically,
2: me and Nick have already had quite a few heated conversations about this. At
0: one a okay, one a m in the morning.
1: It's a Friday night. (laughs) Literally, it's a
0: Friday night. I was in bed, man. But look, okay. Everyone
1: was in bed. We were chilling.
0: (laughs) I was chilling. All right. So here's here's my view. So I've got this thing about unconscious bias. Um, There's a lot of things that I had to unteach myself. Like, for example, in the last episode where we were trying to get the right um, pronoun, so like female, woman. Exactly. Can I just
1: debunk that? Like, I literally don't say female in my general life. I just say it because the industry say female rappers. Like, it's not a thing that I say f- female. Cool.
0: But, um, yeah. Just have to say. But I like unconscious bias, so I like looking at the things that affect um, disproportionate groups, <coughs> people that are from different sections of society. And, um, sorry. One sec. He's trying to find his words. I'm trying to find... So... Unconscious bias, so I'll get the definition for that. So the unconscious bias is basically the things in the back of your mind that you think about different groups. Um, so for example, a lot of corporate companies have to have unconscious bias training to make sure that they get more diversity in their office places. Um, and it's also about the way you interact with certain things because of the assumptions that you make. So when it comes to black straight men, so it's, a, it's about the way he thinks that people interact with it. So my thread was about the way that I myself as like a black straight man interacted with this album. Cause as soon as I heard it, I was like, I don't really like this album. It's not really for me, which is a fair thing to say, I think, because you can just dislike an album. That's perfectly fine. But then I had to think to myself in terms of content, is it because I didn't connect to it and I'm used to being the default and I'm used to connecting to the the sound that um, musicians kind of release, the storylines that they tell um we're kind of used to a society where we only listen to music that tells of one type of love um and i kind of had to think about that for a a second i had a few other people um online say that they had a similar experience where um they were listening to a frank ocean song like chanel um which is one of the person's favorite songs and then they heard one lyric and they realized what it was about and then they stopped listening to it and they had to ask themselves did i stop listening to it because i realized what the song is about and I think um, unconscious bias is really important. We, we have to be open and say that everyone can be unconsciously biased to some things that they listen to, some things like media that they take in. Um, so I created a thread just saying that I don't think m and is right. I don't think people avoided his album because he's a, um, a gay black man who is overtly gay. Um, I'm, I've made, I made a point to Frank Ocean. So Frank Ocean being a bisexual man who is quite masculine in the way that he presents himself. Um, and the way that society thinks that's acceptable, the fact that women find him attractive as well means that some people forget about his bisexuality as well. Um, and it's a completely different game. It's a completely different game the way that people listen to his music, the way that people um, interact with Frank Ocean as an artist. Um, and Eminem is, he's, he's not afraid to show his sexuality. I mean, he has colored nails, Um, he he puts men in his videos Um, you can tell the audience that he wants to have you can tell the type of music he wants to make so personally for me I feel like he's incorrect in saying that the reason the album didn't sell is because of black straight men I think it's because some of the songs just didn't connect with um, that particular demographic a lot of black men don't really listen to pop music um i mean there's might be some facts and figures that might come out afterwards but uh, i don't listen to pop music personally and uh, most of my friends don't really listen to pop music um but yeah that's all that's all i wanted to say really so in a nutshell black straight men i don't believe are the reason for the sales i just think that it, he disconnected with his audience um but i do believe there is an unconscious bias towards his music
1: that's me um Cool. So I think that with this whole issue, it's not as easy as he kind of alluded to in the thread. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of factors to play with. One, yep, yeah, he's overtly gay. He acts in a feminine way, if that makes sense. Like Eden says, like the nails and all of that kind of stuff, which there's no problem in do what you got to do. Um, and I think that would offend or in this patriarchal society in this, you know, um, this kind of uh, environment we're in would offend some people and probably put them off from listening to his music. Um, but I don't think that's the sole reason uh, to album sales being so low. I think there's a nuance. There's a there's a whole nuance um, to this. And taking that issue to a side, which doesn't mean that I'm just I'm saying it doesn't it's not a factor I'm just saying that it's not it's not the main factor in my opinion I think there's the album push um there's a lot of people that said visibility wise he just wasn't as visible he I know he was on some platforms he was at some festivals but he wasn't on some main festival lineups in my opinion um and I just don't think groundwork wise his team have been to play um, over the years with really introducing him as an artist because he, he's got his stripes as an industry talent. He's wrote, he's helped produce, he's he's done his stripes behind the scenes. And, he, you know, big artists, these aren't just, you know, small time little artists. He's done big artists, you know, likes of Beyonce, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I think the introduction of him is, I think he's been confused as someone who kind of, um, is in and out of the kind of solo game and then working with multiple artists or being a feature artist. And that kind of confuses your audience, especially starting out, you know, Jessie J had the same problem, even though she doesn't have the kind of aesthetic to that he has. And uh, many other songwriters, you know, Seven Street or in the States has had problems with like trying to connect like that and being seen as just Chris Brown's side chick and all of that kind of stuff. Not in a relationship sense, just as in like, affiliated with him, but not really doing anything. But um, yeah, I think that's a factor, just the whole establishment of the solo, independent, m here I am, every single stage, me, 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 I, 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 album, 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 album. I've taken the liberty to ask multiple people what their thoughts are this week. I did a bit of market research just to see what their general opinion was. Now, some people, which I think is a kind of, um, it's a point, but it's not the point that we're discussing, have said the album is just not good, and that has been, you know, men, women, etc., different age groups as well have just said the album's not good.
0: So sexualities, pardon, well, different sexualities.
1: Um, one girl was bisexual, yeah. Okay. Um, and I'd say that that led to. Uh, led to me thinking oh maybe it was just the album but then I was like but people didn't take a listen to the album to get the, the sales they then to say it's bad because that's a completely different conversation because if you listen to it it still contributes to sales anyway um that's another factor um just to discuss or debunk or whatever um I think another factor for um, M&EK is just that I'm trying to think what my what my point was. There was one more point that I wanted to say. Um, do you know what? No, those are my two points. Those are my two points. <laughs> so in a nutshell? In a nutshell, I think it's the label, his team. So they could have done more. Could have done more. And himself, I think, in just trying to convey that he's actually an artist. Um, it dep- like an, Not an independent, but an artist not in album cycle and an artist in album cycle and years, this to, to build up a profile, especially from where obviously the kind of, um, I don't even want to say shortcomings cause it's not shortcomings, but, um, the factors to him as well. He, the groundwork over the couple of years, I just haven't seen has been at a level. Maybe I'm ignorant, maybe I'm ignorant, but I've seen him at festivals. I definitely know he does festival circuits but I just don't think he does the high profile ones. And then that's a behind the scenes problem, as I said in the start. And that's a problem of, are they not booking him because of what he he looks like, what he represents, whatever, or is it literally they haven't done the work and they haven't even tried to get him on these shows because he has loads of things that they could have pushed into his promotional package to get him on these stages. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I just think in terms of the groundwork, if he did every single thing, all the big profile shows and all of that kind of stuff and then didn't sell, then more of this conversation can be had. And I think my last point was that it's bigger than just black straight men. We live in a patriarchal society. His music, as Eden kind of said, black people do listen to pop, but not in the mass numbers that listen to like Afro, Swing, Drill, all of that kind of stuff now.
0: And even like other genres as well.
1: Just other genres, yeah. And this applies to hip hop as well in the UK. That's why there's low numbers in that as well, because... People just stick to the cool popping genres. Do you know what I mean? And with Emonique, his consumer base, I would estimate, I would predict, is more white than it is black. Why are they not in the conversation? Why does it always have to extend to just the black community? I think in his cells, White men, where were they in the cells? The cells were low on all parts. Where were white men? Where were white women? Where were black women in this in this whole conversation? Yes, black men, we can we can definitely call a spade a spade and say that you know there's issues there, but where where were the other demographics? It's not just black men. Like, do you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm not caping for anything. I'm saying there's an issue in the black community as well, but there's an issue in every community to do with that community as well, and MNEK and what he represents it's a huge it's a huge issue and it's across all them demos i don't get why he just singled out one. i don't get it i don't i really don't get it like i get it in terms of it's a point but there's other communities as well and it's just like patriarchal society let's look at total polls let's look at where this stems from as well anyway shopping
2: (laughs) well wow okay See, I feel like I have nothing to say. I feel like I have nothing to say right now, but we'll see where this goes. Don't you? You had a lot to say
1: twelve hours ago. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm actually well. I'm actually well this something. is the
2: thing. Me and Nick had a heated discussion,
1: but I think we, we came to a conclusion. We realized that we actually, that we actually do, do have a lot of the same points, yeah, just from different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So
2: I think I'll just start by saying this: <clears throat> um, um, the homophobia prevalent in black heterosexual communities is definitely a factor it's a contributor but it is by no means the sole reason why this album didn't do well and in regards to people who just said the album wasn't good it that is also a contributor and it's a fair point to make but there are are a host and barrage of other reasons why this album did not do well so I'm going to start with the fact that well, Nick has already spoken about the label management side of things. Do it, because you're in PR,
1: so you can literally give us even more context.
2: Well, I'll get into that, but I want to go back to these white people now. So... <laughs>
1: listen, 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 listen.
2: King of one-liners, anyway, got it. So, n- if you check Aminike's writing and production history, you will see a host of artists Ooh, This point that are predominantly white, or they are artists... With predominantly white fan bases. So you'll see the Saturdays and Gorgon Cities and Diplos and BTSs, as well as obviously Christina Aguilera, Madonna, and Beyonce. So we need to acknowledge the fact that, yes, there is homophobia in the black community, but we have to acknowledge that Amunique, to with, has never really had a strong black core audience. His audience has always been predominantly white people so my question is to those who are listening where were all the people that bought his music when he was writing for other people why didn't they buy the album because he's not really making any music that's any particularly different to the songs he was writing for other people and um
1: hit the nail on the head please yeah Thank so you. where, where, where were those you. people so yes Thank we you. can
2: blame black people like I say it's the contributor but where were the people who bought all those singles for Duke DeMont and all that. Where were you? And even the artists that you worked with, like, I'm sure some of these artists could have at least, you know, done a, a nice little tweet, a nice little
1: Instagram, you know. This. Isn't this what started the Meek More Drake beef? <laughs> like, literally, why didn't you tweet like No, but, no, yeah, no, no, but look, it's a factor. Just, no, 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 I get you, I get you, I get you. And it's also, even to an industry
2: thing, I think that recently came out, so Capital FM asked Emonique to remix his song, Color, featuring Niall Horan from One Direction. So Niall Horan, I, I didn't actually see this, but I, I believe he did a cover of the song somewhere. I don't
1: want to hear that. And um, I do Capital FM. Well, so, so Niall, I'm trying to, oh yeah,
2: no. So Capital yeah. FM tweeted him, Eminike hey, release the remix of this song. Meanwhile, and actually checked, Emonique is not playlisted on any of their on any of their their lists but you're now questioning him about why isn't now around this white man on his song but haven't even played his own music and this goes back to the whole major point in regards to black artists queer artists you want black queer contribution but you don't want it unless they're in the background so emunica has written all these hit songs on millions of albums as a songwriter but now when the time comes for him to be in the forefront you now want to be silent you now don't want to do anything you now want to keep pimp and I just think that's appalling, and it happened with Big Freedia too, because um, I Emilia mean, does make pop music. That's fine; he's allowed to. Black art, n- not every black male artist should have to make R B music. Not everyone should have to make hip hop music. He should make what he wants to make. And I want to point out to a few journalists who have labelled this album as an R album. You just stop doing that. Get your genres correct. You're literally saying he's an R and B artist just because he's black. If you hear the album, it's not. An so R&B wait, R&B
1: these album. journalists said it's an R and B album. Yes, some journalists. I'm just making. Yeah. Very
2: clear. One in particular, one because I am working on an article about, about this right now, and a, a, a journalist I pitched to at publication was saying that I couldn't compare him to Sam Smith or Troye Sivan or Ole Alexander because Emily is R and B. No, he's not. K I makes mean, pop music, and I will say on the album there are a few RB and No, but
1: he's not like we. But I mean,
2: generally, facts. Like he's a pop artist. If you hear "Tongue," that's a pop song. "Color" is a pop song. "Crazy World" these are pop songs. So. And in general,
1: oh, the, I feel like
2: I'm I'm rambling now. No, you're
1: not, you're not, you're not.
2: The music industry does not know, not know what to do with black male artists in general, lest you be a pop artist, lest you be a black gay artist. So that's just a general issue that needs to be discussed and dissected and sorted out anyway. So... I don't really know where else to go now, but um, I think you made enough points. I think you made. <laughs> do I, really I think
1: I think your your yeah your overall picture I, was valid. I, I as think all.
0: A, a summary, if you guys are happy with me to do this, but I think a summary for what we're all trying to say is black. His point about black straight men contributing to the lack of cells is incorrect. It is a factor. So there are some things that. So unconsciously some people may do mm. but it is not the reason the sole reason why the album failed mm. it's because the target market was incorrect
1: 110%. it's because the label
0: didn't back it in the way it was supposed to and it was also because of expectations in terms of um, the genre so there's some people that think he is an r&b artist there's some people that think he's a pop artist mm. um, but in a nutshell that's what we're basically saying so all of these threads and all of this extra stuff
1: and I just want to say kind of shopping
0: let me just go on so all the extra stuff that people are doing online right now where they're trying to make it seem like he's trying to attack black straight men I can understand Hetty's and stuff like that
1: boy like
0: okay yeah whatever Um, (laughs) but like I, I understand why you're upset and I understand what what's happening right now. It was but very direct. I was. want you to just take into consideration that it is very, I can imagine it would be very, very tough for someone from the LGBTQ community, especially a man to release music that is so open like that. If we think about George Michael, and he's not a black man, obviously, but obviously he had to hide his sexuality in the beginning of his career, mm. uh, same as Frank Ocean, mm. um, and it's it's different for them because obviously there's different con- contributions to why they're allowed to do certain things. Emenike, tall black man who doesn't try to act masculine at all. And he he's very vulnerable in his videos. He's very vulnerable in his music. And we have to take that into consideration when we listen to something like that. But, um, and yeah.
2: To add to your point, I have two things. Unlike Frank Ocean, Eminike is blatantly singing about other men. He mm. has male love interests. Frank Ocean, we all know he's bisexual, but and I've said this like a few times this week, there are numerous songs on throughout his catalog, which, Are very ambiguous as to what gender is singing about barring songs like forrest gump Mm. chanel bad religion in general Mm. you could assume that these songs are about women and it's therefore more palatable and more reasonable for men black straight men whoever to be like okay i can rock with this but even saying that when i i was on holiday with some of my friends the week blonde came out and i was with a bunch of black straight men and a few of them were complaining that he was singing about men too much so thats that there is that bias even with Frank Ocean, even mm. though he's more somewhat more traditionally mm. masculine. So imagine how they would feel if they will listen to MNUK. Mm. But
1: it's, but so which, I'm, you...
2: which is why I'm saying that it is a factor, but it is not the only reason. It is um, communities, it is labels, it is PR, yeah. there is industry bias. And it also goes back to the whole idea of, if a label can see that the black community, which should be his core community, aren't really fucking with him like that anyway, just because of um, his history, stylistically, musically. They're not really going to push it because, you know, you, you know the thing about the term crossover, like, you have to originally start with your, your fan base within yeah. your own circles. Like, even to the days of Whitney Houston, before she became, you know, the biggest pop the star in pop the world, star. they were positioning her to black radio stations 100% black platforms yeah. you give good love people think saving all my love was her first single no you give good love was which was an R&B song yeah. which crossed over eventually before she then did the poppy or songs yeah. and then back to Nick's part I didn't mention this I forgot to add on to this Nick made a good point m is um, trajectory as an artist has been very staggered and sporadic i think his label made the poor decision of thinking that just because his name is in the headlines as a songwriter that we can just kind of dip in and out put a song here put an ep here there was never a really concerted effort to really to build establish, him, him, as and establish him as a solo artist. because i do think if that was to happen this album would have done well even in spite of discrimination and modernization yeah. of black queer people which is obviously very very common unfortunately Mm. but even me like i've been a fan of him but like so i think this album i think his ep small talk came out three Years ago,
0: that's actually a really good album.
2: That's a really good EP, and I heard nothing of him, the artist, in between there. Mm. And, and back to Nick's point again about festivals: like he'll do a festival here and there. He'll do a but headline it's low profile festivals. There. It's not the yeah, main
1: fest- it's not. But you know, big time.
2: Because if he was at least big on the live circuit, because you can have a great career on the live circuit, without actually releasing music. Yeah, and he wasn't, and he was, like I said, quite sporadic. And then even with this album rollout, so he released *Tongue* in February. He released *Color* around March or April, and then I heard nothing. Hmm. Nothing And then suddenly on Twitter He releases Come correct And then Oh album out next week What a slap That's not not right
0: Blended by your grace One and two Hmm? Wait Did he write One You're talking about are you saying that he released the first album, then you heard nothing? No, then... he
2: released two singles no, oh, from okay.
0: this campaign. From so this album, yeah. oh, from this. Okay. So cool. he
2: released the first single, tongue. He released the second single, color. Then nothing. He was just oh, okay. very quiet, very silent. And then suddenly he released the third Sorry. single. And then out of nowhere, by the way, guys, my album was out next Friday. Mm. It was very just slapdash, very yeah. rushed, and it's kind of like. And that's kind of when I knew what the tides were going to be. I kind of, I kind of really assumed or predicted that this album was to But you can't, you now. literally
1: can't, especially in the UK. You like, I don't care, gay, straight, whatever. You can't, you can't just dash. You can't. Out. You can't, you can't fucking do that. You Are can't. you dumb? Are you, you dumb? Like, I'm not even trying to come him, but you could. Like, no, that's, no, that's, that's a label that. thing. Like, and it's well, a label some thing. some people can. And it's a label. No, yeah, some, some people can, can, but M&EK can't. can't. J House can. Still wouldn't gain the sales yeah. if he had a proper role yeah. in the UK. Mm. But, even in the grime community, even in the afro Afroswing community, B Young can't just Stormzy drop, an album, drop an, album out. an album. No, but B Young's B, not on that level. I'm saying, even but Notes can't just drop an album no. out and get the get good solid only, solid solid sales s- like that. Only a Stormzy maybe. And a even Stormzy, it's like it's still a bit yeah, shaky. It's still it's shaky. still, it's still shaky, still a bit shaky. But I mean, UK
2: definitely can't. But like I said, his label obviously thought that oh he's written for whoever. Don't know. See, this is what I'm
1: saying. People in our culture who don't understand the fucking how it works. You don't know. You don't yeah. know how music and
2: works. me. So I work in music PR, and my director of my company even said that his PR campaign could have been so much better. Like he and they focused too much on specialist music press. Like he could have easily gotten like Blood Orange. That's a fact. Blood right Orange. There. He's also a black queer artist, but he's very based in the states, and his music is more quote unquote cool and it's more grittier, soulful. He had like a four page spread in the Telegraph. And Eminike definitely has a much bigger profile than Blood Orange, who is amazing, by the way. But Eminike is a black gay artist in the UK 2018. You tell me he couldn't get The Guardian, he couldn't get The Telegraph, he couldn't get...
1: And there's black people in these spaces yeah. as well. Who there's black, black, people... black women yeah. <laughs> in these spaces who could give him mm. a little one-up. Yeah. Like, trust me, trust me, there are black women. Trust me, there are black people. You're telling women. me he couldn't
2: get um, a nice little feature in the Sun Bazaar. Like, he could have gotten some really great national press not specialist music press which obviously is also essential but you need national press
1: tabloids when you are and guardian taps in just like you said you said his market is not black men it's not on the whole it is more white it's more palatable guardian and shit like that Thus, more palatable yeah. to his market. So this is why I'm just, this is why I'm very just on the fence with his point. The bias will always be there with black men, but they're not your target demographic. Yeah, exactly. They aren't your target demographic. Just like any other pop artist, black pop artist Misha B's target demographic was not black men. It wasn't. Alexandra Burke, her target market was not straight black men. Leona Lewis. Leona, come on, like, I mean, So, yeah. What's, what's the point you're trying to make? I'm trying to make that like, The bias is there, like yours, I'm connecting you two's points. The bias was there a hundred percent. The bias or unconscious bias, all of that. But if your target, you can't blame in the thread, just that group, Uh, if your target Mm. market isn't even, even statistically on a label um, account by account basis, if they look at all the stats of an artist like him musically, not even the aesthetic, just music. They would not find that as his target mm. market. Well I mean 110%. Well, let me, there, there are some black men that listen to him black straight men. Yeah. But yeah. that's not the whole cake. Well that's let me like let me just let, let me something.
0: ask this question and we'll just kind of finish off slowly because we're running out of time. Yeah,
1: we can have a longer show. Doesn't it doesn't matter. But it's well like this <laughs> topic. Like I think it's yeah. a good topic. Yeah. Topic, yeah. We've really but, good out. Okay,
0: so here's a question. How do you market a black pop star in the UK?
1: <laughs> well, this is <laughs> every label don't want to do it. this is <laughs> so, this is
2: this is the conundrum. Trevor I, Nelson has yeah, yeah. spoken about this. 100%. Many Austin Darby from Spotify has spoken about yeah. this. People I've worked with in my companies—they've said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like black male artists, regardless of genre, are traditionally the hardest artists to market and break. And yeah. I said this in our group chat yesterday. You have two success stories of Craig David and Lamar, and even then, even they, Lamar's shaky, and even yeah, then they time. had relatively. Short-lived runs that ended after about three or so albums. They're by no means household names, where they can like kind of come out and like, oh, Lamar's back. Oh, yes, Craig David for, before this um, resurgence was just kind of doing. Yeah, I'm more. happy is back by the way. He yeah, really Craig David little, before his little know. resurgence was out here doing Motown cover albums. That was he to. was.
1: He was. He was done. He was done. He was done out here. He was done so out here. In whoever the orchestrated streets. his comeback needs the biggest yeah. paycheck of like, the last two. But then, if we
2: could talk about. I'll, we could talk about people like Damage, um, Lyndon David Hall, Teo Omar, Omar. Oh my, Teo
1: Cruz, Teo Cruz, Loic Essien, Telle Te Riley,
2: Fundamental fucking three. Are you dumb? Fundamental. They were our Jodeci. They were rb 2 k They were phenomenal. 110%. And Jermaine Riley is still out there making yeah. banging music. He is sick with the pen sick with his. Voice. wait are
0: we talking pop artists? pop artists. yeah i'm thinking you're going to r&b yeah well, this is the thing I, though yeah.
2: can we name any black male artists in the uk that aren't r&b like i can name um kelly okuriki from block party he's the lead singer the alternative rock band but in the uk who can we name exactly Every, okay, I can't say every, but okay, so most black male artists that have come from this country have t- tended to be more on the urban side, other than your, like Kelly Riki so, from Block Party, and now i So
0: how would you advise, so say there's someone listening to this right now. Would you now. say- So there's a black,
1: what's his name? Psycho Records, we were just talking about here. Labyrinth is he more urban yeah yeah but okay. has made a few so, but like more urban.
0: let's just say this and then we'll end just slowly this would be the last points that we make so say there is someone listening to this right now there's a black man and he wants to become a pop star that's kind of where a he's pop star, the, not, an R&B star. not an r&b star he wants to become a pop star what would you tell him not to become a pop star would you tell him to try and make more r&b type music or to focus on a completely different
1: genre i would tell him his market is in europe wider europe and then to the states as well i would That's tell him I that
2: but i'd also tell him that your label is going to pigeonhole you pigeonhole you and they're going to cater you solely to the black community at
1: first they're yeah. not going
2: to sell you to mass market initially
1: you need to be in amsterdam you need to be in france you need to be in germany you need to be out here in or i'll say go to markets. the states and the state yeah For, uh, if, if he ain't got the budget europe and it, and the even if
2: eminique i feel like he could probably prosper more over there because we have now nowadays a bunch of LGBT black artists in America who are doing big things not necessarily selling out millions of albums but they have relatively decent prominence you know you have Janelle Monae you have Sid and Steve Lacy from the internet you have Kate Renada, you have Nick Kane Kate Renada. yeah he's gay really? yeah oh I didn't know that oh by the, so I'm gonna use this basically so the, Kate Renard came out in a Fader article two years ago Is one of my favourite pieces of journalism I've ever read in my life check it out guys It was a really really good long read oh, I didn't know that he came out two years ago and um, Nakane, Tyler the creator, quote unquote, may or not be, who knows? But the point is, I'm taking out.
0: He hasn't, he hasn't come out, has he?
2: No, that's a quote
1: unquote. He there's loads of questionable be, but lyrics. It's, it's speculative if you go through his career, it's speculative. Like,
2: ah. Flowerboy, kind even, of,
1: yeah, even on Flowerboy, yeah, it's
2: speculative. Yeah. Frank Ocean, of course, there's loads, but you have never. Had that in the UK, other than, like I said, Kelly Rick Block Party. But even then, he is the lead singer of an alternative rock band.
1: Mm-hmm. And the Completely fo- different
2: ballgame. And, alter- and the focus wasn't on him being black and gay. He's just a black guy in a rock band. So your answer
0: is music. yes. You would tell a black pop star not to be, not to go into pop. Someone who yes, watches,
1: okay, could be in the UK. Yes. And you, Nick? I didn't. I said you could go into pop, but just focus on different markets. So just expand and look at different territories. Yeah, hundred percent. Make more music in different can markets, and then you can reverse back into the UK later. Like UK can be your later market. I just don't. Yeah, I think it would be extremely hard um, to do in pop. And I think you'd just be easy. There's more markets to try in the States okay. and Europe. I've got one last point
2: and we're going to go. I will say this, that m and Team, once again, after Tongue, you chose the wrong singles. That's another thing. What, Colours? Colours was a banger. I personally do, I don't think that song is great. Colours is a great song. I think it's very mediocre. I think it's beneath him. but, And I spoke about this when I mentioned the album in my listens. Honeymoon Phase. Girlfriend, Crazy World, Free, Touched By You. Those were singles. Even phone, as generic as it is, those are singles. Those would work better on radio, regardless of whether people wanna be um, biased or homophobic. There are just certain songs that were undeniably good that could've had been a better shot. Obviously, tongue was also one of those choices and it just didn't do well. But, um, tongue, sorry, not tongue, color, and C- correct do oh, i love correct great song should not have been singles should not have been singles and that's once again where the label dropped the ball cool all right guys we're running out of time um i'm sure we could
0: talk about that topic for a while um nick and Chope were talking about it at 1am so you know pretty sure they can talk about it for much longer um there's a lot of things now so but i feel good
2: i feel like we fleshed out quite well
0: yeah i I feel like we did um there's gonna be well actually if you do have an opinion on this so if you want to kind of join in with the conversation just send us a message on that's pod on twitter um instagram or um yeah just let us know you can let us know individually and we'll say our handles at the end but yeah guys we really appreciate you getting to the end of this we appreciate that we had quite uh Quite a tough topic to talk about. Um, it was quite, it was full of a lot of information. It was quite um, so if you got to the end, well done. <laughs> really appreciate you listening. Um, but yeah, you've been listening to Don't Alert The Stands, episode four. We're working on the episodes, trying to make them better for you. You've been giving us great feedback, um, especially on our new iTunes review page. So if you do love this episode, if you love what we're doing at the moment, please let us know so we can continue doing it uh leave us a review on itunes uh like us on soundcloud and follow us on um the 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 podcast um, platform that you're listening to us on and yeah just let us know how we can improve um do you want more sections do you want us to talk more in depth about the music we're listening to during the week um there's so many things we can do just let us know but as always thanks for listening my name is eads aka eads mckenzie um yeah i'll do the squat studios thing afterwards but you guys can go
1: um you've been listening to nick on twitter i am mr scott please rate comment all of that and repost on soundcloud um really helps out thank you for listening
2: you've been listening to Shopper, so that is s-o-p-e-s-o-e-t-e-n on twitter and instagram once again thank you all for your support your comments your nice words please keep sharing with all your friends and followers on social media please comment and review on our apple music page and um yeah thank you
0: Cool. And if you do want to become a black pop star or you want to make a podcast or you want to do something to do with voice. Wow. That's a great segue. Just remember that there is an app out there for you called Squat Studios. So if you like how beautiful this this podcast is sounding right now, it's because we're currently in a studio. Not a lot of people know about the studios in their area. We're trying to fix that for you by making it all accessible within a mobile app. So the way it works is you will download Squat Studios on the iOS store. We're not on Android yet. We're currently working on version two to make it much better for you to use. And then you can find a nearest studio to you. It's a free app. All you need to do is sign up and get going. If you have any questions whatsoever, hit us up at Squat Studios. But yeah, guys, it's been amazing. Enjoy the rest of your days. And yeah, that's all. Peace.